Welcome to the Slay and Thrive podcast, where we make crushing your goals feel like self-care. This is the show that helps high-energy women trapped in self-destructive patterns cultivate an unapologetic, loving body transformation through spiritual and personal development. On this podcast, you'll learn about dynamic eating psychology principles, mindset, shadow integration, and manifestation. I'm your host, Kayla Van Egdom, a health and energy guide, unicorn lover, and Amazon best-selling author. I am so delighted to be on this journey with you. Let's get started. Hello, Slay and Thriver, and another huge welcome back to the show. If you're listening to this in real time, you're going to hear this right at the end of January. This is important because I've actually saved this episode for this particular point in the month. I've been starting to do more of this thing where I tap into my intuition and follow my heart about what you need to hear and when you need to hear it. I want this to be your go-to show for both information, transformation, inspiration, and all the things you need to just keep going on the journey towards your goals. So I'm sending this out with the deep belief that you're listening to this today for a reason and that the ideas here are going to change the game for you, not just for the rest of this month, but for the rest of 2023 and beyond. I hope you're ready for some white hot sleigh energy today because that's what's coming. If you're ready to be part of that 20% who keeps working towards their goals into February and beyond, this episode is for you. If you want to make consistent, steady progress to your goals, even when it feels uncomfortable and challenging, this is the episode for you. I'm going to cover a few key things today. I'm going to start by sharing a framework called the emotional cycle of change and how this impacts our follow through and our success. I'm also going to share a few things that you can take away from this framework that will keep you persevering through the challenging moments as you move towards creating the most epic 2023 possible. This has been an episode I've wanted to do for a while because it changed my own relationship with my big goals and dreams. All right, let's dive in. What is this emotional cycle of change and why does it matter with respect to your goals? First off, I did not create this. This is something that was created by Don Kelly and Daryl Kahn. Cool thing is, I've read about this twice in a very short span of time, maybe a week or two apart. I first read about this idea in the book, The 12-Week Year, and then I learned about it a second time in my business mentorship program. So it was incredibly helpful in terms of building a business, and also I can see where I've experienced this emotional cycle of change with my many weight loss pursuits, And how it affected my ability to remain consistent there as well. 
It's also something I've noticed with many, many clients. And I honestly believe it's something all of us struggle with at one point or another. And I also believe it's the big reason why we see this giant drop-off in follow-through in our goals or resolutions, if you call them that, by the time February rolls around. Okay, let's go through these phases of the emotional cycle of change. The first is uninformed optimism. You haven't quite started to make the change you're thinking about yet. Because you haven't really started, you're on fire. You have the highest ideals for this thing. And I want to make this as tangible and as understandable as possible. So I'm going to use a health and fitness example here. And I'm going to bring it back to this common New Year's phenomenon where the resolutions happen and then they fade away. Let's use an imaginary person named Jane, for example. Jane has struggled on and off with her weight and her health for the last 10 years. She comes into 2023 fired up, deciding this is going to be her year. Everything is going to change. She's also going to be riding on the collective energy of people everywhere. The new year is this fresh start, and it is full of possibility. It's also the time where a lot of people are probably experiencing this same uninformed optimism all at the same time. So Jane starts to make changes. She starts prepping her healthy food and she begins a new workout routine. And it's going great. She's riding high for a week or two. Then in week three, she starts to lose steam. Her old cravings resurface. Maybe now it's that time of the month and she finds herself devouring all the chocolate. Her progress stalls. And this is where we get to phase two of the emotional cycle of change, which is informed pessimism. Now she's informed about what this is going to look like. She realizes, wait, no, I'm still bumping up against these same challenges that I always do. This is starting to feel hard again. Then those same emotions are going to creep in. Doubt, the frustration, the impatience, the anger that after all these attempts and after trying so hard, she's still not getting where she wants to go. For most people, this continues for a while until people get to what Kelly and Connor refer to as the Valley of Despair. This is that rock bottom point where many, many people will give up. Maybe Jane now resents her goal. She's burned out. She just doesn't care. Now, here's what happens for most people in this valley of despair. This is where they give up on their goal for a while. It could be weeks or a few months, or maybe it doesn't happen again until January 2024. But eventually, they'll probably come back to that same goal because it's big and it matters to them. Only now, they have some goal amnesia and they forget about the Valley of Despair, or at the very least, if they don't forget about it, they don't fully remember how painful it was at the time to go through that. 
Or maybe they're going to come back to their goal with some new uninformed optimism because they feel like this time really is different for whatever reason. And here's the thing. Each attempt often is different because people are always growing and evolving. Life circumstances can also change, which can create more space for achieving certain goals. It could be a job change, a relationship change. Uh, Maybe they paid off all their debt and they're feeling more relaxed around money so they don't have to work a whole bunch of overtime. These things do change and they do matter. However, none of these changes are going to allow us to fully escape the valley of despair. We might not stay there for as long or we might not get hit as hard, but we're still going to go through it to some degree. So again, none of these changes are ever going to be enough to fully skip the more challenging phases of this emotional cycle. So what happens is people return to their goals later and have to go through all these phases of change once more, which means they have to go back through informed pessimism and down into the valley of despair. Here's the best part. If you keep going, you don't stay in the valley of despair. If you keep going, And moving through this phase without giving up, you get to informed optimism. You've been building skills along the way and figuring things out. You aren't uninformed about the challenges and the difficult emotions you'll have to go through. And you've also spent some time moving through the obstacles, problem solving, figuring out how you're going to tackle these things. You're becoming a stronger and more agile and capable person through this process. And you get to celebrate that when you get to informed optimism. Informed optimism feels incredible. I know you've experienced this yourself, where you went through some challenging times and it might have felt hopeless at one point, and then you kept going and started to see the light. That's informed optimism. Then the final phase is success and fulfillment. The 20% we talked about who continue on with their New Year's goals are the ones who get through the valley of despair and onto these last two phases, the informed optimism and success slash fulfillment. And this is going to be you this year. You get to hear these words and make that decision right now. If you are in the midst of the valley of despair and you're struggling and don't know if you want to keep going, you have a few thoughts on how to keep going, no matter what. Things that can encourage you in these harder moments. First thought is let the negative emotion you're feeling actually be the fuel that keeps you moving forwards. Because now you've learned about this emotional cycle of change, or if you've heard about it before and you're hearing about it again, it's fresh in your memory. So now you can feel the negative emotions that happen in the valley of despair, and you can get both stubborn and excited about it. You can get stubborn because if it feels this bad, there is no way you're giving up at the worst part and then having to start the valley of despair over again later when you return to your goals. Little side note here, if you want an extra boost, country music 
is not my favorite genre, but there is this one song I love that I feel is so relevant to this episode. And I think it's called If You're Going Through Hell. And I don't know who the singer is, but I'm going to listen to it after this. Anyways, the song is If You're Going Through Hell, and it talks about if you're going through hell, keep on going. And then it talks about something along the lines of you might get out before the devil even realizes you're there. Anyways, it's a really upbeat, one of the few country songs I actually can listen to on repeat because it's so inspiring and it's so applicable here. If you feel like you're in hell right now, keep on going so you don't stay stuck there or you don't backtrack and then have to go through that part again. So that's the stubborn part. Now also get excited because if you're feeling really low, you can also choose to get excited about the fact that you know where you are. Okay, I'm in the valley of despair and that doesn't feel good. It's not comfortable. And also I know that if I choose to keep going, that the relief of informed optimism is coming and the triumph of success is coming after that. If you just keep going. The second thought here is when you're in the valley of despair, a few things that can keep you going are remembering to rest, focusing on staying consistent instead of pushing super hard. And that's going to mean toning down the intensity of your pace and choosing to go at that slower pace without stopping altogether. And then you're still staying focused on the goal, but you're not at risk of burning yourself out or forcing and pushing too much. So for example, Jane finds herself in the valley of despair. She's overloaded at work, her family commitments are piling up, and she's struggling to keep up with her workout program. Because maybe at the beginning of the year, in her uninformed optimism, she committed to a six-day-a-week, 45-minute-per-workout program, even though she hadn't really been doing much prior. She looks at that. She knows where she is. She knows what her limits are. And she decides she's going to commit to doing at least 15 minutes of these workouts every day instead of doing the full 45 minutes so she can keep her consistency up. And then she's also going to recruit help from her husband and family while her work is super busy. And this could free her up to capitalize on getting better sleep every night. So she still has the capacity to focus on her health goals while taking care of the other parts of her very busy life. There's one more way I would recommend handling the Valley of Despair. And this one comes from personal experience. Honestly, these all do. You might hear about this concept and then walk away with some uninformed optimism about how long the Valley of Despair will last. That was totally me. I'm like, I'm in the Valley of Despair. I feel like garbage. I'm here now. So now I can just feel really bad for a while and keep going and then I'll feel better. However, sometimes you think you're through the Valley of Despair when you're actually not. Because the valley of despair itself often has some peaks and valleys at the bottom, if that makes sense. So you're down at the bottom, but you have little ups and downs while you're down there. One of the things that can cause unnecessarily unnecessary struggling is thinking you've hit rock bottom. Thinking it's gotten as hard as it's ever going to get. 
and then feeling discouraged when you hit a lower rock bottom moment. At that point, it's not even the new rock bottom that stings so much. It's the expectation that you were done having rock bottom moments that really creates this extra suffering. The more we can release expectations about how long it's going to take to leave the valley of despair, about how long it'll take to reach the goal, about how good it's going to get in the informed optimism phase, the more likely we are to keep going because we're not piling unmet expectations and disappointment and frustration on top of all the other challenges that are coming up for us. And finally, the last thing which can help with any phase of this emotional cycle is to continue cultivating a detached, playful relationship with any goal you have. It can, the goal can be important to you without it feeling like an emergency. A few questions you can think about as you pursue your goals are, A, am I chasing this goal for the right reasons? Am I chasing it out of love for myself and excitement about what I cre can create? Or am I trying to prove something or seek external validation? The latter will create a lot more challenges with the valley of despair. Another question is, Am I still finding ways to enjoy the journey and make this fun? And the final question, am I still creating space and patience for this goal to unfold with ease? Or am I trying to rush and really force myself to get there super fast? These are some of the questions you can ask on a regular basis as a way to keep the Thrive energy strong along with that stray slay energy. These are the ones I turn to when I start to notice myself getting into a rocky mindset around the goals I have. I know they will very much help you as well. And while we're on that topic, one of the powerful ways that I have created a more playful, detached relationship to my own goals is cultivating unconditional self-worth. And I truly believe this is one of the things that makes everything easier and makes the valley of despair not so bad as well. If this is something that you would love to work on, more unconditional self-love, more unconditional self-worth, I am doing a completely free workshop on Saturday, February 4th, 10 a.m. Pacific time. And I'm going to go through the five steps you can take to cultivate that feeling of enoughness from within and create that playful, fun relationship to any goal you have. I'll pop the link into the episode description for that. And I'm closing this out by saying that I know this is going to be the year you make it out of the valley of despair and onto success and fulfillment with, with each and every goal that matters to you this year. Your sleigh challenge this week is to notice where you are in the emotional cycle of change and to just honor it and let it be. That way it's kind of a, a thrive challenge as well. If you're in the valley of despair, honor how difficult it can feel and honor the fact that you are strong enough to keep going, even if you might have to change the pace and intensity for a while. If you've made it through the valley, 
with some of your goals and you're feeling maybe informed optimism or even that success and fulfillment, honor that so much. Self-celebration and being your own hype woman is so powerful because if we just don't really celebrate making it through those lower moments, we're not going to enjoy the journey to the full extent that we could otherwise. You had to go through a lot to get to informed optimism. So celebrate that like crazy. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode. I am wishing you all the best for the rest of January and beyond. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the show. If you want to connect with a community of other amazing women who are conquering their goals, taking massive action, and loving themselves through the process, I invite you to join my Facebook community, Slay and Thrive 365. You'll get weekly challenges, motivation, support, and accountability as you move towards your goals. Hope to see you there very soon.